It was November. Although it was not yet late, the sky was dark when I turned into Laundress Passage. Father had finished for the day, switched off the shop lights and closed the shutters, but so I would not come home to darkness he had left on the light over the stairs to the flat. Through the glass in the door it cast a foolscap rectangle of paleness onto the wet pavement, and it was while I was standing in that rectangle about to turn my key in the door that I first saw the letter. Another white rectangle. It was on the fifth step from the bottom, where I couldn't miss it. I closed the door and put the shop key in its usual place behind Bailey's advanced principles of geometry. Poor Bailey. No one has wanted his fat grey book for thirty years. Sometimes I wonder what he makes of his role as guardian of the bookshop keys. I don't suppose it's the destiny he had in mind for the masterwork that he spent two decades writing. A letter. For me. That was something of an event. The crisp-cornered envelope, puffed up with its thickly folded contents, was addressed in a hand that must have given the postman a certain amount of trouble. Although the style of the writing was old-fashioned with its heavily embellished capitals and curly flourishes, my first impression was that it had been written by a child. The letters seemed untrained. Their uneven strokes either faded into nothing or were heavily etched into the paper. There was no sense of flow in the letters that spelt out my name. Each had been undertaken separately. M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T, L-E-A, Margaret Lee, as a new and daunting enterprise. But I knew no children. That is when I thought it is the hand of an invalid. It gave me a queer feeling. Yesterday, or the day before, while I had been going about my business quietly and in private, some unknown person, some stranger had gone to the trouble of marking my name onto this envelope. Who was it who had had their mind's eye on me while I hadn't suspected a thing? Still in my coat and hat, I sank onto the stair to read the letter. I never read without making sure I am in a secure position. I've been like this ever since the age of seven, when, sitting on a high wall and reading The Water Babies, I was so seduced by the descriptions of underwater life that I unconsciously relaxed my muscles, Instead of being held buoyant by the water that so vividly surrounded me in my mind, I plummeted to the ground and knocked myself out. I can still feel the scar under my fringe now. Reading can be dangerous. I opened the letter and pulled out a sheaf of half a dozen pages, all written in the same laborious script. Thanks to my work, I'm experienced in the reading of difficult manuscripts. There is no great secret to it. Patience and practice are all that is required. That and the willingness to cultivate an inner eye. When you read a manuscript that has been damaged by water, fire, light, or just the passing of the years, your eye needs to study not just the shape of the letters, but other marks of production. The speed of the pen, the pressure of the hand on the page, breaks and releases in the flow. You must relax, think of nothing, until you wake into a dream where you are at once a pen flying over vellum and the vellum itself, with the touch of ink tickling your surface. Then you can read it. The intention of the writer, his thoughts, his hesitations, his longings and his meaning. 